Today's daf is daf Tariches. We're beginning about uh, five, six lines from the bottom of the Omer of Tzadik Zayinud Beis. Vaminei Rovim Rav Chista. Rov asked Rav Chista the following Shiloh: Hamal v'schaveru alamat beya. Person lends someone. Uh, uh, we talked about yesterday that he that he gave him. Uh, uh, items as in order to be able to do business, but uh, he was going to pay him back with the it was deci- defined a certain amount. So let's say ten silver coins is going to give him back for the merchandise that he had lent him. So the Hosifu Alav in the interim, the uh, governing body, whoever the municipality was, decided to expand the size of the silver coins. So now. The silver coins that instead of being uh, weighing a certain amount of uh, certain amount of silver, now they they, do, they they increase the amount of content in of silver in the coin. Now back in the day, they used to they used to be based on the silver standard, which means that actually the value of the coin was determined by the content of silver that was inside it. So what he was asking him basically is that let's say there was a ten silver shkalim was going to be the the uh, what was the agreed amount for paying for the merchandise, but now the weight of those ten silver shkalim are not is more than the original weight of the ten silver shkalim at the time of the agreement for the uh, for the lending of the of the merchandise. So what do you do? So. Uh, so he answered, No, he agrees with what Rav learned yesterday. We had the opinion of Rav yesterday, is that if the agreement was based on uh, ten shkalim, so you've got to give the ten shkalim as they are today, even if it's different in size than it was before. So, he said, what if it's a significant change? Even if it's the size, a nafia is a sieve, it's, it's, it's a much wider coin. So, even if it's the size of a nafia, in. He said, yes. Tartia is a quarter of a kav, six eggs. She says, even if it is now a quarter of a kav size bigger, the coins, each coin, so in. So he says, but Lachora, why isn't this a ribis problem? He says that if, if with the, the, the one shekel coin, I could buy, let's say, uh, I could buy uh, three dozen eggs. And now I can buy with the same one shekel coin, I can buy six dozen eggs. Literally, it means that the, now the eggs have become cheaper. But it means because now I can get more eggs with a coin. So Lachora, isn't this a ribis problem? I've now been, I have the access now to more produce. Than I would have had be prior. So I'm a, so I'm a, so I'm a lay, uh, he says, Island Peri. Now that the payros produce is cheaper, it means I can get more produce with this, with, with the one shekel than I could before. It should be a rivers problem. I'm Ravashi Chazin. Ravashi says we have to examine. E Machmas Tivazil. If the, uh, the produce has gone, de- has become cheaper, means it's specifically because of the the uh, the coin size means it can only be attributed to the size of the coin then you're right because then you're uh, you're having to pay back with an item that has greater buying purchase power than uh, than you had before that could be a problem of looking like it could be looking like ribis actual ribis that's a question but says it more like this but e machmas tirazil 
However, if it's not necessarily because of the size of the coin, let's say the market itself has uh, 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 has gone down. Let's say that we, the what the reason why you have greater buying power with the second shekel is not because of the silver content necessarily, but it's because there's actually let's say that this Rashi brings down was an abundant year. And just there's so much more produce available than before. So then you can't say it's because of the silver in the coin. Then it could be because of it. So it doesn't look like, it's not Mexican, it doesn't look like rivers under that circumstance. And therefore, so then Loma can lay. So therefore, in such a case, we will not make, uh, uh, reduce the amount of shkolim that you need to pay back. Says the Gemara like this. Put it all aside. Let's say it makes no difference whether it looks like because it's the market price or it's not the market price that makes the buying power change. Lemaisa. If I would melt down the ten coins that originally I had agreed to, all right, how many silver ingots would come out of that? Let's say I'd be able to get uh, uh, eight silver ingots out of the ten coins. Now I have 10 coins and I can end up getting 12 silver ingots. The bottom line, in terms of the silver content itself, it should be viewed as a ribus situation. So he says like this. So he says, The chorah, is there not that the, the lender is going to benefit concerning the silver itself? So Ella says it more like this. Rather, we have to take a different approach. Kihadira Papa Ravuna Bradab Yeshua. Avdi Uvda, they had a halachalamaisa situation, they had an actual situation where the same question came up that a person had, uh, had, had, had borrowed merchandise based on a ten shkolim and then they, they, the size of shkolim went up. They had mamish the same situation. Bezuzi, uh, so therefore they, they went and they, 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 they ruled on the situation using the coins. Bezuzi da Agardemis Taya. There was this Arab merchant. His name was Agardemis. Now he was a famous merchant. He had lo- and he had coins from earlier times and coins from now. It means he had. They were able. They went to him because they wanted to compare the two sets of coins. So they went to him and they compared the two, the two sets of coins. And they basically came up with the following solution: Ad Yud Betmanya. If the coins, they, they basically were able to see that, that the, uh, the silver content of ten coins that originally was the original shekel now was contained in eight of the new coins. So the new shekel had the same silver content as the previous, uh, it's a, eight of the new ones had the same silver content as ten of the old ones, which is a 25% raise. It's a, 25 raise, it's a 25% raise in silver content. So therefore, anything within 25% or more, so then in such a case, you would only we have to give back eight of the new shkolim under such circumstances. If it was less than that 25% differential, meaning if contained in the old coins, uh, in the new coins, was less than a, a, a raise of 25% of silver vis-a-vis the old ones, then they said, then you give one-to-one. You know, it's not enough of a significant difference. So in that case, it happened to be a significant difference because you could get eight new ones would be equal to ten old ones. But if it was any of a lesser amount of difference, then they would say, give back the same amount. If it would be ten, you give back ten. 
That was the, the that's the amount. Then the Rimforshim explained why Dafka 25%, why did they see that as the, the that's where they draw the line for looking like ribbis. So that, that's, but that's the Maskana that came out. It's, it, it depends on how much silver content is in the new ones vis-a-vis the old ones. Alright. Amarabo. Hazarek Matber Shel Chaveiro Liyam HaGodol. Person threw, now we'll see what it means threw in a moment, but he threw, he caused, somebody has a coin, and, and he went and he caused that coin, he knocked that coin into the Yam HaGodol. Now, the halacha is like this, so he says, okay, you owe me a new coin. He says, no, no. You see, 20 feet below in the Yam HaGodol, your coin's over there. So he says, is he, does he have to pay for it or not? Potter. He's exempt from having to pay for it. My time, what's the reason? There it is. Go get it. You go get it. Right? He says, even if you're going to have to hire divers to go get it, but it's considered a hezek, it's like an indirect, it's a gromo. It's not a direct damage, because the bottom line, it's there. I, now you've caused me to go hire a diver to go get it. That's indirect. That's not a direct damage. Mela, you're not high of to pay. Now, Eboy is, Eboy Shaklech, if you want to go, go get it. Says the Gemara, but there is a, a number of caveats to this halacha. First of all, it has to be that the water is clear. It has to be that it's clear. You can identify exactly where it is. So that means that means I, if I sent divers, they for sure would get it. But if it's murky waters and I don't know where it is, and I send the divers, so then it's considered to be that's not just ain't a nicker. That is something that would be then I'd be I would be responsible to go chazile because they're able to see it. But if it's murky, where it cannot be seen, so then lo, you can't say if you can't actually see it. Next uh, caveat. It has to be that you bumped his hand. You caused him to knock it. You knocked it in indirectly into the water. Then you could say, you know, go get it yourself. But if you grab the shekel out of his, you grab the coin out of his hand, so then in such a case, you became a goslin at the moment you that you grabbed it. So then you've got a chiv to give it right, that you have a chiv as a goslin to give it back to him. So Mela, mm-hmm. as a mazik, you damaged him. Well, I don't think, there, there it is. It's there. I'm not damaging you. It's there. I, you called me, that's ain't a nicker. But if I stole it from you, so then I have to give it back to you. You can't say, go get it. I have to give it back to you. As part of the age of Gazel, you have to give it back directly to the person. But Migzel Gazle, so therefore, Hashava boy may but you have to do Hashava in such a situation, and you can't tell him, go get a diver and get it yourself. Viter. Masiv Rava. So Rava is now going to ask a question on Rava's ruling. It says like this. The God that we learned yesterday that the, if you have Meiser Shani money, so the, the, the Torah allows you, is that you're allowed to take the, uh, uh, you're allowed to take silver coins that have a surah on them, and you can take that money up and deconsecrate the payers on that money and take it up. So now, the question over there is, what, under what circumstances can you deconsecrate? Let's say you don't have the money with you. Let's say the money is someplace that is somewhat inaccessible. Can you Thanks. still deconsecrate the money onto it? So it says, Ein mechalin, you cannot deconsecrate almos she'en so if it's not under your jurisdiction, you don't have it in your possession. Ketzat, for example, how? These are two places that are both far away and dangerous to go there. So they're relatively inaccessible to you. 
All the money fell. Your, your, your wallet fell into the Mediterranean. So it's lying at the bottom of the Mediterranean. You cannot deconsecrate. So what do you see? That it's not considered to be in your possession it's in the waters. if you can't get to it right away. So Lechorah, then how can you say to the, how can the Mazik say, Behold, it's there. You have, that's not considered, in, it's not given back to me, it's because if it's considered mine, then why can't I deconsecrate onto it? So I'm a rabbi, rabbi, you can't ask me a kasha no. from, from, from deconsecration of Peros. Because, uh, the, uh, Rashani le'inyan meiser. Concerning meiser is different. Ba'inan it says, it has to be mamish in your hand. Matzah b'yodcha. It has to be, ba'inan, it's necessary that it's mamish in your hand. That you will wrap the money within your hands. It has to be, that has to be more than just accessibility. It has to be actually in possession. The lake, and you don't have it if it's, it's, if it's not in the. access to it. It doesn't be in his hand. It's no, but yadcha means you have to have. You have to mamish have yeah. it. You have to have it. it. Means that, it means it could be lying on the table in front of you, but it's oh. right there. It, doesn't, it can't be an imp- impediment in terms of getting it. Okay. Next halacha. Amarabu hashaf matbeya shel chaveiro. Someone has a silver dollar, and you went and effaced it. You rubbed out the tsura. Okay. Potter. You don't have to pay him back another silver dollar. Now, Lechora, we're going to see that it's, not, it's going to be Dafka where you didn't diminish the silver content of it. But what you have done is you've removed the stamp that gives it the name of being a coin. So to a certain extent, you have limited now its, 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 its purchase power because people will sell something to you when it's a silver coin. They won't sell it to you when it's a silver blob. But nevertheless, the bottom line is over here, that's not considered to be devaluating its, its essence. That the fact that people relate to it differently is not considered to be a direct damage, says Rabba. Mm-hmm. Rab- and therefore, in such a case, you will be potter. Says where my timer, what's the reason? It's not considered like you did anything directly, in, 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 innately, to the value of the coin. Says the Gemara, "Hanimili the machia bekunasa." That's only if the guy hit it with a hammer, betarshe and smoothed it out. Aval shayfe b'shufina. But if he filed off, if he filed off the tsura using a file, so then what happens in such a case? Chesura chasre. He actually has diminished the silver content within the coin in such a way, and therefore that in such a case you will be chayif to replace the coin. All right. Masiv Rava. Rava has the following shalas. You're basically saying that even if you change its functionality, but you don't affect its essence, you're putter. That's what, that's what Rava was saying. On that, Rava has the following question. Now, Rava's question is going to be, let's say it outside. Rava's question is going to be, you had before, that if you have an Evid, and you strike him on the eye, on the ear, and it makes him lose functionality, even if the Aver remains intact, the Evid goes free if it's directly on the Aver. If it's on the side, then that causes him a shock and he, and he loses functionality, then you putter. But you see though, even if it doesn't lose, it's, it doesn't, you don't damage it in any way, you just causes loss of functionality. Loss of functionality is considered like loss of the item. So why shouldn't the same thing be true in the case of the coin? If it loses its functionality as a coin, it should be considered like loss of the item. It should be higher. That's the most question. So I'm a massive rubber. He you struck someone on his eye, the evidence on his eye, the summer, and he became blinded. He lost vision. Al Oznoi on his ear, the and he became deaf. Evid Yajmi the Khairus. 
even though the limb itself has not been damaged but its functionality has, that's considered loss of limb and you go free. Keneged no opposite the eye, not on the eye itself, but keneged ro. now I can't see. Some, I think some semblance was on the wall next to the eye. Anyway, the keneged no. He was on the, uh, uh, corresponding to the ear, not on the ear itself. And now he can't hear. The ever doesn't go free. But the kasha is, you see where there's loss of functionality, even if there's been no damage, you're chayev. The ever means you're hold accountable and the ever goes free. So more says, that's not a kasha, because Rabba is asking kasha on Rabba, Rabba is a shitoso. Because Rabba holds that any time you have a, you hit a person on the ear, and I guess the same thing we'd have to say on the eye, and it loses vision or he loses hearing, there in, internally there was bleeding. There was damage. It's not considered there's no damage. It's considered internal bleeding. Where do we see this from? Dama Rabba, Kharshala Aviv. Someone caused his father to go deaf, struck his father in the ear and caused him to do it. Or Nerag is Chayv Misa. Now you're only Chayv Misa if there's a wound, if there's bleeding. So why would be Chayv Misa if all you did is you, made, you struck him and he went deaf? Because it's not a pos- it's not possible that there was the person going deaf. It had to be a perforation. There had to be something there that caused loss of blood. The tipsa the Rama the Dhamma Because it must be that a drop of blood internally inside the ear must have fallen. It means there is damage and therefore your for Khabura your Misa. And therefore here too, that's why in the case of the Ebed, it's not considered just a loss of functionality without any damage. But loss of functionality without any damage is possible, like we see by the coin. Taka Rabba says your potter. Amarabu, Hatsorem Ozen Parosashal Khavero. Somebody went and he caused damage to the ear of his friend. Uh, not ear of his friend's animal. Now let's put this in, in perspective. You went and let's say he took scissors and he made a little nick. He cut a nick in the ear of the animal. In terms of the animal itself, as a chulin animal, is really no value. It, 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 it's inconsequential. What it does make a big difference is this. This person now is not able to bring this animal to the base hamigdash. He can't bring it as a carbon because you cause a mum in it. But Morris says like this: Potter, that's considered to be also inconsequential. Your Potter. Ah, uh, my timer. What's the reason? Because part of the time common intent. Essentially, this cow is the same cow as it was before. Right, the law of it below meat. It's not like you did anything real, really damaging to this animal. Because most animals are not going. The oxen, most oxen, most behemoths don't have to go to the mizbeach. So therefore, for what? For shechting it and eating its meat, or plowing, this little nick in the ear is not going to make a difference. And therefore, what's that? Doesn't matter. But it's not. That's the point over here. In concerning the the item you're dealing with. If it's not considered to be making a difference, therefore it's that's not considered to be problematic. I, the God, the carbon makes a difference, but most animals are not for carbonus. Massive robber. Rob asked a question on this. Again, this is against Rob. It says, Chatas water is very, very valuable. It's, it, it, it's used for paraduma. And somebody went and used it, let's say, as a counterbalance, as a weight. He used the mechatas for his personal usage. The halacha is, you're not allowed to work any other, you're not allowed to do any other utilization of the paraduma water or ashes. If you do, it's like working the animal itself and it becomes disqualifying. So somebody went and did malacha with mechatas, or he worked the paraduma, potter medina adam. 
In Dine Adam, it's a Hezek Sheinanikar. You haven't really done anything. What's the, what's the damage that is discernible over there? You haven't really done anything. But if you did this on purpose, you are going to be very accountable for that. that in the, morally, it means in Shemaim, you're Chayev. So it says the more like this. Now, the example that was given is what did you do to the carbon? You worked it. You worked this carbon, so it did not, uh, you, there's not, nothing that's really discernible. The implication is, let's say you did more than just worked it. Let's say you went and took your scissors and you cut a nick in the animal's ear. What does it, what is mashma? If you did that to the paradumas mashma, you would be chayiv. Even though this animal could still, as, as a chulin animal, you could still shecht it and eat it, right? You could still, uh, you could still, uh, what's his name? Basically, you're taking an animal that was designated that could have been used as a paraduma that could be worth millions of dollars, and you're only chayiv if you work, and you're potter if you work. And it's much more if you cut its ear, then you're, you're, you're gonna be chayiv. Lechora, according to Rabba, Rabba says, since animals don't have to go for carbonus, they could be used for other things, it was so then, what's that? But this was already set aside. But it wasn't a carbon yet. It wasn't a carbon. And that's the point. Is it's, it's a regular para? So therefore, so it's mash without sorem. It's mash without sorem. But if you would have nicked the ear of the animal, cut the ear of the animal, the minker azeko, which not just doing a hezek and nicker, where you can actually see the wound. So then, adam v'chayev, you would be chayev b'dine adam, even in dine adam, which is a kasha on rabba. So what's rabba say? So rabba says no raya from this. There was a, was a mishnah or a brisa. What is it? Um, vav. It was a, 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 a brysa. So it says like this. So it says, Amri, who adin dafilut sorem potter. Wrong. Even if you just nicked the animal's ear, not just, and even if you nicked the animal's ear, not just uh, worked it, you would also be potter. So if so, then why not give the bigger chiddush? Why not show the example of nicking the ear? Why give the example of just working the paraduma? So hakamash malan, because the chiddush is not on the fact that you're potter bedine odom. He wanted to give you the chiddush was that you're chay bedine shamayim. So where is there a bigger chiddush to show you chay bedine shamayim? We actually cut the ear, or you just worked okay. it without? So when it's, when it's completely ain't a nicker, is a much bigger chiddush to say you're you're chay bedine shamayim, even though you actually didn't do anything that. Affected directly the goof of the animal. So when Hakamash Milan, Dafila Melocha, Delo Minkar, Hazeka, Melocha, we just worked it with it. It's no Hezek that's, that's discernible at all. You're still Chai Bedina Shaman. That's why I'd use that example. But Enachinami, according to Robert, it's a tremendous Kiddush. A guy has a side, put aside an animal that is mamish, unblemished, whatever, it's ready for the Paraduma. They need a Paraduma. This animal's worth millions. And you come and you say, let's go for a ride. And you now took away its capacity to be bored. You are potter because it's a hezek she'en a nicker. Or even if you cut its yeah, ear, you say even that you'd be potter because it's a it, it's it, 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 it could still be used as functional as an animal <laughs> and therefore you'd be Vaiter. I'm a rabbi. Okay. Also the Kiddush. You have an IOU. <laughs> You're holding a, a, a loan document that says that that, that Ruven owes you $10,000. Okay comes along somebody and he burns it. Okay? Now, without a loan document, without, you can't collect. Right? So, Potter, Rabbi says that you are Pidine Adam in the court of law. You cannot hold that person responsible for your loss of $10,000. To Amale, because the Mazik can say, Miyare Kaloi Minoch. 
I stole paper for you. I burnt paper. You want to charge me? Charge me the 50 cents for the paper. But for the $10,000 loan, because ostensibly the $10,000 loan is there. I never took it away. The guy doesn't have to pay you back if you don't show it in the IOU. But Lamaisa, that $10,000 loan is there, and therefore I don't have to pay you for it. It's considered to be in, in, indirect. Maskiv la Rami Barchama. Shemai Barchama asked the question, what's the case exactly? Hey, if you, the lender, have witnesses that can testify as to what was written in the document, then the Chorah, there's no, there's no, then, then for sure you're, you, you can't hold the person responsible because you can have those witnesses testify and they can either uh, recreate and, and allow you to write another one or you could bring them yeah. to testify that it was burnt and use them to collect the loan with. So, of course, there's no Chiddush in telling me that you're potter under circ- that's such circumstances. Oh. So, therefore, So, right, let them write another star. Let them write the, They can themselves attest to They saw the star was burnt and this is now replacing it. So, they should be able to do it. Right, you might lose the the, the the capacity to collect from the Shabbatim, whatever, but you're not going to lose the $10,000. The Eid Lekasadi. Now, let's say there's no witnesses. Nobody knows. Nobody saw what was written in the star when he burnt it. Now, Lechorah, under that circumstance, so again, what's the Havamina that you should be able to charge him? How do you know that that's what he burnt? You're saying he burned a document that was ten thousand, a loan of ten thousand dollars. We don't have witnesses to that, so therefore, how? What's the havamina that you would think that you could charge him for it? it means Rav is telling us a chiddush. You burned someone's IOU that you cannot hold him accountable. Someone says, "What's the case? If there are two witnesses that saw, then of course you can't hold him accountable because they can rewrite it. If there are no witnesses, then of course you can't hold him accountable because who's to say that that was, was that is what was written in there?" Right? How about if witnesses see it was burned, but they didn't see that? Again, again. So what? So, they, so he says it was a five cent loan written in there. How do you know that was the ten thousand dollar loan? Maybe you have it somewhere else. So what is it like this? So so we the based in know your dinner. How do we know what was there that you're going to claim that he burned your ten thousand dollars? So I'm a rubber to hey, you can recreate the case where he trusts him. Meaning, bottom line, the case is talking about where the guy who did the burning admits, he says himself, he says, yeah, I burnt the IOU, and it was the IOU that said $10,000, meaning the bottom line is that that's, he himself is admitting that it was the loan that had the $10,000 in it. And even so, even so, the bottom line is, you can't make him pay for it. You can't, you can't make him for it. Right? Uh, the, actually, the, uh, the, 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 the Rashi learns that the Baal Ashtar believes the Baal, the one who burnt it. The, the Baal Ashtar trusts the one who burnt it as, as to what he says it was, that's actually what it was. But even so, you can't, even though he's saying, yes, he said, I burnt your IOU, I know, that's my IOU of $10,000, but you can't make him pay for it, because again, it's considered to be a Hezek Sheeda Nikker. Yeah, on the side, it's more, it makes more sense. Right. It's the different for the Balashtar. Yeah. It makes more sense. Right. Um, that, that, the machlok is this the one that's clear. This is the machlok is over here. It's machlok is how to understand. Right. Zogmar Vaita. Amar Rabba, this din of Rabba, where, where he said that a sort of that it's a and there and, and therefore you cannot make him pay, it's really a machlok is tanoi. It means according to 
Rav Dimi Bar Chanina, there are going to be opinions that might hold that you are liable for the ten thousand dollar star, right? Says the Gemara, what's the case? So he says, he says, he says, of Shimon Rabbanon. It's a machlokz of Shimon Rabbanon who now. There, there's machlokas we had earlier. Let's just, just set up the machlokas again, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see how it could be. The din is that hegdish, there's no din of, uh, paying kefal a dollar the hate to an animal that belongs to hegdish. Posix is shore, uh, ish is shore eyu, and you don't have, there's no, and, and hegdish is not re'eyu. So there is no din kefal, there's no din dollar the hay by, uh, an ox that was consecrated already. Now comes along Rav Shimon, he says, depends. Let's say the person who consecrated the animal said, Hare Allah, that it's incumbent on me to bring this, a- to, 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 to bring an, an animal to, to, to Hegdish. Now since he made it incumbent on him, if something happens to that animal, then what's the din? He has to replace it. Right? So it's, it, so therefore if you've stolen his animal, and you took it away, and he doesn't have that animal anymore, what's it going to do? It's going to cause him now to have to replace it. He's insured it. So according to Rav Shivan, he says, something that is going to either benefit you or harm you is considered like your moment as well. So something that causes you either a gain or a loss of money is considered to be a... Uh, is considered to be your momon. So he says, therefore, if the person had achrayas, took responsibility on the... Uh, is everything alright? Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if, if he took responsibility for the, uh, for the animal, for the korban, and now somebody steals it and shechts it, he's going to be chayav kefal odalad vehei to the owner, the person who consecrated the animal, because to him it was a gorum lemomon, because he owes dovra gorum lemomon kamomon domi. Similarly, so and, and and the chachamim is saying no, that even in that case your potter they hold. Now what's going to be here? This document, this star, is a gorum lemomon because it allows me. Do you want to just shut close the door? Just to, that it, 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 it's gorum lemomon. It's causing me a loss of money because I don't have it. So, yeah. Yeah. So therefore, either way, that is considered to be a gorum. So that, therefore, what, 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 uh, what Rabbi Chanina Baraba wants to do is he wants to say that the machlokas Rav Shimon Chachamim will be a machlokas in Rabba's din. So therefore, that, that's the point he's making. Rabba will go to Chachamim. So Mara says like this. So how do Rab is machlug Rav Shimon Rabbon and he? Let Rav Shimon, according to Rav Shimon's opinion, damar davar agorim lemaman is kemaman dami. That something that is causes a loss of money is considered to be, or that can cause a gain of money is considered like your money. It's considered like a di- it's considered direct. So therefore, mechayev. So therefore, when you burn the star, you're going to have to pay the person ten thousand dollars. Rabbanan the Amri, according to Rabbanan that say Davar Gorum the Momen Lavka Momen Dami is not considered to be like your Momen. You can't have a claim on it, and therefore over here too. So therefore, Lamachayv, you will not have to pay for burning the star. Maskiv Lo Ravuna Berei the Rav Yeshua. So that was um, that was the opinion of Rav Dimi Bar Chanino. So Ravuna Berei of Yeshua uh, asks a question on it. He says like this. Let me explain the question outside, and we'll see inside. He says as follows: You can't, you cannot compare the two the two cases, because in our case 
when you are destroying the document, you are destroying something that innately has no value. You're taking something that never had any value and has no value. Right? It's a piece of paper. In the case of the animal, when you stole that animal, you're taking something that innately has a value. So maybe Rab Shimon, who said, is only willing to say that is when you're dealing with something that has innate value. Who says you would say it on something that has no innate value and never had an innate value? Who said you'd be willing to say that? So more is like this. So When do we hear of Shimon holds that that something that causes gain or loss of money is considered kamamon dami, it's considered like the actual money itself. That's bedavar sheikra mamon. That's where essentially in, in its in its essence it was mamon. Kidarabo, like another ruling of Rabba. What's the other ruling of Rabba? The Amar Rabba. Gazal chametz pesach. The person stole. You someone went in and broke in and stole your case of twenty four bottles of Glenfiddich eighteen. Alright, so some Khamat's Gomer he stole. Now, Uva Akhar Vesarfo uh and somebody else came right now and somebody came and went into the house of the Goslin and burnt it, destroyed it, right? Now, Bemoed, if it's at the set time, Rashi learns the set time means the ten hours into the day. Ten hours into the day of Erev Pesach is when you're Mechuyuf to destroy Chometz. So you have here a, 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 a big Kanoi that wants to make sure that nobody has Chometz on Pesach. So he goes into the Goslin's house and he destroys it that nobody should be owning Chometz on Pesach. So now, if it's, before, if, it's, if it's at the time where you, by destroying it, you're saving people from the Avera of having Chometz, then Taka, the person who did that is Potter because he's not going to be held responsible. Ah, oh, you took away the, the, the whiskey that I could have paid back and now I have to, the Gaza, now I have to pay back cash? No, because his act of what he did actually was an act that stopped people from having Chomets on Pesach. We don't hold him accountable. Because everybody's responsible to destroy from the 10 hours into the Pesach until Pesach is over, everyone has the obligation to destroy Chomets that you're not over Baal Yerah, Baal Yamatse. Now, what happens if he broke into the Goslin's house? Pesach's already over. Now, at this point, once Pesach's over, whoever is over Baal Yerah, Baal Yamatse already was over Baal Yerah, to destroy the Chomets now at this point, there is no chiv necessarily to destroy the chametz at this point. So if somebody broke into the house and destroyed the chametz now, alright, the Agra Pesach, so now you're going to have a machlokas Rab Shimon and Rabbonin. Why? Because according to Rab Shimon, to the Gazlan, this is Gorim Himamon. Why is this a, this is, and even if he told me it's Chamat Shavala Pesach, it's Osir, but to him it's worth money. Why is it worth it money? Because he could say, Rachel Chalafanecha, he could have given it back to the Nexal. Ah, I can't drink it, or it's too bad. There's actually a Shiloh over here where the Chamat Shavala Pesach was also to everybody. Some bring a right for me to see that it is. But he could have used it to pay back the Nexal with it. It's Kamaman Dami. It's considered like mamon. Now, so therefore, and therefore he'll be chayev, the, the person, the kanoi, will be chayev for destroying it after Pesach. Now, the Rabbonon, according to the Rabbonon, to Amri Dabra Goral Mamon, is love kemamon dami, the fact that it might have caused you a benefit or a harm, but essentially itself is not considered to be mamon, because it's chamesh avla Pesach, so the bottom line is potter. Now, when do they see that, that machlok? Because that machlok is talking about the whiskey. 
Right? It's talking about the davar, but that's only, uh, that's only that's something that has value, but the davar she'ein ikra mamun, but something which in its essence has no value, such as the paper. Mi aminun, where do we see that would argue? So, uh, right. So therefore, this is a, this, this we have here a, a, a it's, it's, a, it's an indirect question. It's not a blatant question. Yeah, totally but basically, what we're saying is that it does not have to be necessarily a machlokus totally be, between Rabba, between the Chachamim Rab Shimon in Rabba's din. It could be that even Rab Shimon would agree that when it's a piece of paper, we don't say, what are you looking for? Oh, we don't say, Dabra Gorlamaman is Kemaman Domi. Alright, there's some, some words here. Alright, so it says it like this. Amar Ameymar. Ameymar says something. Now this over here is the subject of a huge machlokus, uh, uh, a huge machlokus, uh, 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 uh He says, Man the doin dinah de garmi. A person, the, the, if you are of the opinion that you can collect dinah de garmi. Now Rashi throughout Shas learns that the, the, the terminology of the Gemara using the word dinah de garmi and grama are interchangeable. That there's no difference between Dina de Garmi or Groma. It both means an indirect damage. When you cause someone an indirect damage, so if you hold, like Rav Meir does, that a Dina de Garmi Yechayev, or he would hold that a Groma Yechayev, so therefore by burning the star, that is an indirect loss, then according to that opinion, Taka, the Din would be that if you burn someone's IOU, you have to pay for it. So therefore, the don't dinagarmi magbi bay admei You can collect the value of what the star mei star ma'alya. You're the full value of what the star represented. You can use to collect. That's considered an indirect. Uh, a, a, that's considered to be a a a a a a a the chiyuv. Uman the lord don't But if you are the of the opinions that we don't judge a dinagarmi, we don't uh, say that you're chayev on indirect damages. So the 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 Lord some the most you can collect if you burn someone's IOU, Magri Bay Niara Baalma, you can charge him from the for the paper. Now what the Bachlokas are postkimarkas, there are many of the Rishonim, Tosos uh, included, so it's the Tosos, is that there's a difference between Dina de Garmi and Gromo. Now, what the difference is, is subject to a big machlokas as well. But Rashi is, we don't, there's no difference. If you hold your chayv and dinagarmi, your chayv and gromi. Your chayv and gromi, your chayv and dinagarmi. Tosavos and the other shonim learn there's a difference. What the difference is, it, it, it comes down to how immediate is the damage that's indirect. How immediate is it and how, how direct is it? That's what, that's what it comes down to. Anyway, Hava Uvdo, there was a situation that the kafya Raphram Lerav Ashi, that, uh, what happened was that, uh, Raphram forced Rav Ashi to pay for damages that he had done when he was a kid. Rav Ashi, when he was a kid, he went and he burned someone's star. And Raphram held that even if he did it as a kid, that when he becomes older, he's responsible for the damage that he had done, even though all he had, what he had done was an indirect damage, oh he had burned somebody's uh, uh, a, a star. Nevertheless, says the Gemara, the Agbe He made him pay like the the main beam that's used for designs. It used to be Rashi says that in the house 
when they used to put pick, uh, make draw designs in the house, they used to use the best beam. The best beam of the house was the one they used to do the pictures on and, and make designs and etchings and things like that. So the saying is, he made him pay like the, like the best beam for the etchings means he made him pay idis. He made him pay from his best properties to cover for the damages that he had caused when he was a kid. I think if I'm not mistaken over there, it's also they told me that he burnt a star. That's what it have to do with us over here. Otherwise, it has nothing to do with our case. But it's all about over here. Yeah. yeah, that he burned, he why, burned a star when he was a kid. Because the there's, there's a Shiloh where there, it's a machlokus actually. We had a machlokus before. Can you hold the person chayv like later on? Some say it's only chayv in shamayim, but uh, he held him that he's that he's chayv. All right. Extremes here. If you have chametz and uh, Pesach passed by, so somebody uh, uh, somebody stole from you, let's say that case of the the, the, the the crate of whiskey, and now Pesach's over, he comes to you and says, "Take your crate crate back." So what I need it? What it's it's chametz of Pesach. It doesn't matter. You can say Why? Because our Mishnah said it's a hezek she'eno. Nicker. There's nothing physically discernible on it, and therefore, since it's only a legal yeah. halachic status change, you can still give it back. That was the ruling of Mishnah. <laughs> Behold, this is yours, and I can. He's allowed to give it back. So says the Gemara. Now, man tana omrim Says the Gemara. Who is the opinion that even if something has become completely oser b'hano, that you're not allowed to benefit with it from it b'chlau? It's you can still say to somebody Harachel Cholafanecha. Whose opinion is that? So we're going to have your Amachlokus. Rav Chista feels that this only goes like Rav Yaakov, not like the Chachamim. I'm Rav Chista, Rav Yaakov. He this goes like Rav Yaakov. The Sanya we learned in a Brisa Shor Shehemis. If you have an ox that killed, killed a person. So normally, what happens if an ox kills a person? You take that ox to base then They're going to pass verdict on the ox and they're going to execute it. But this ox had not yet had its verdict passed upon it. So now, the verdict had not yet been passed. If you sell it, it's a good sale. If you're consecrated, it's considered to be consecrated. And even if you shechted it, you can make a barbecue. And if the Shomer was the one watching it when it became executed, when, when, it, when, it, when it killed someone, the Shomer has the right to go back to the owner and say, hey, your problem. You deal with it. So therefore, it's considered Mughzar. Even though the based in might come and pass verdict and execute it, nevertheless, you're allowed to do that. Now, in all these cases, it's considered to be like Mammon. Because why? Because the verdict had not yet passed that would make it usur. Right? That's what Rab Chista wants to prove from you. But Dino, but once the verdict was passed, Machra, if you try sell it, you can't sell it. You don't own it. It's also Vano. Higdisho, if you consecrate it, Shachtu, if you you slaughtered it, Besare still also. We had that sugya earlier. Hagziru Shomer Lebalov, Eina Mukhsa. The Chachomim Shita is you cannot even give it back. Because since it's Osir Bahano, it's considered to be worthless, and you cannot even give, you cannot even say Harechel Cholofanecho on it. Rabbi Yaakov Omer, Rabbi Yaakov disagrees. He says, Avnish and even in the case where the verdict was passed, Echzero Shomer Lebalov, if the owner 
gives it back, if the shomer, the guardian, gives it back to the owner, so then it's considered to be mukzer. Uh, so Lechorah, what says Rav Chista, what's the machlokus here? Whether it's something is asr bahano, can you say harayshal cholifanecha on it? Therefore, our Mishnah that says by chametz shavu lapesach that you could say harayshal cholifanecha, you can say you could do it. Would only be going like yeah. the opinion of Rabbi Yaakov. Would not be going like the chachomim. That's Rabbi Chista's take on this. So my love says Rabbi Chista, is it not that bahakamifligi? This is what they're arguing about. To Rabbi Yaakov Savar, Omrin Bisurano, that even if something's also bahano, you're not allowed to benefit from it. You could still say Rachel Khalifanecho for Abonan Savri. Ain omrim bisurein that once it becomes osur bahano, you cannot say arayshol chalafanecho. That is Rab Chista's take on it, and therefore you'd have to say our Mishnah is a das yochid. Only goes like Rab Yaakov. Amalei Rabbo, Rabbo says that's not a proof. Rabbo says no. It could be that everybody holds is even if it's isurah no, it's still a hezek shein or nicker. And since it's a hezek shein or nicker, you could still say harayshol chalafanecho. And then therefore our Mishnah goes like everybody. Then you still have to explain one point. What are you going to have to explain? Why do the Chachamim hold? What would then be the Machlokas between Rav Yaakov and the Chachamim in the case of a shor that was Nigmardino, whether you could say HaRashel Chalofanecha? If everybody holds in Isura and Noah, you could say HaRashel Chalofanecha, then why is there an argument in the case of a shor that was Nigmardino? That's what we're going to have to explain. The reason of the Rabbanan. Yes, that's going to be the point. Someone says like this, Amalei Rabba Loi. It could be the Kula Alma Amrinan Bisura Narashal Khalafanecha. And and the proof he says, because if that's all they argued about, then argue about the simplest case. What would be the simplest case of our Mishnah? They should have argued about the case of Khamitz. So Im Kane, Niflagubh Khamitz Vipesak, let them argue about can they then it clearly be whether you could say any surah no racial khalafanecha or not. The fact they argue about another case that could be interpreted differently shows they're not arguing about Isura Hano, whether you can say Rachel Vanecha, they're arguing about a different machlokas. El Amarabo they're arguing about a different machlokas. Now let me explain this outside. We had this earlier in the Masechta, but let me explain this and then we'll read it inside. What Tom? Okay. So they're not like this. What they're arguing about is like this. They're arguing as follows. Let's say the shomer, he has the animal. The animal goes out, whether he's negligent or not, the animal exe- uh, uh, killed somebody. Now, he has two options. He could either give it to Bastin, or he could give it back to the original owner. The fact that we're talking about a case where it's Nigmardino, Right, where the, the verdict was passed on it, clearly we're talking about what must he have done? Business. Bastin have it. So the Shomer gave it to Bastin. <laughs> Otherwise, because you know, then he should have given back to the owner. He gave it to Bastin. The question is like this. What is the din? In order for Bastin to pass, render judgment on a person, the law is, the person has to be there. You can't pass the law to execute a person without doing it. The question is, by an animal, is it the same thing? Do we compare? Because in many of the halachas, we compare. So, do we say you can only render a death penalty on the ox if the ox is present? Now, that's going to be the machlokas over here. Listen carefully why. Because according to the Chachamim, the Chachamim say, according to, according to Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov holds like this, is that if you would have given it to the owner... The owner has a right to say, you know what I would have done with it? I would have smuggled it away. I would have run out, left it in the swamps. And therefore, Bastin would not have been able to get their hands on it. And if they would not have got their hands on it, therefore what? 
they would not have been able to pass judgment on uh, uh, to execute her. But what did you do? You went and you gave it to Basin, and I can't get it back from Basin anymore. So therefore, says Rabbi Yaakov, that's considered causing damage. That's a direct cause of that. Like giving it to Basin, you know, if they seized it, the post can say then that's something else. But if you gave it to them, that's considered like you directly damaged me, should have given it to me, and I would have smuggled it away. So that's what Rabbi Yaakov holds. That's why if you, if it's, if, 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 if it's, uh, Nigmar Dino, you can't say anymore, Harashal Cholofanecha, because you caused the guy damage. However, according to the uh, Rabbanan, they hold that you can pass judgment on an ox, no matter where the ox is. So even if I would have given it back to you, Basin still would have adjudicated and passed verdict. So therefore, Lemaister, so I, I didn't hurt you by giving it to Basin. You've been in the same spot either way. So the bottom line is, therefore, in such a case, according to Rachamim, According to the Chachamim, Chachamim said over there, what, what did they say? No, the Chachamim says, uh, I, Maybe, I, maybe I, I, switch, I switched yeah. it around. I switched it around. Yeah. According to the Chachamim, they say is that you cannot adjudicate it unless you... you. Because they say, Let's read it inside. Let's read inside. Someone says like this. So therefore, it says, let's read inside. Someone says, Let's read inside. Everybody holds that if I come to Pesach, you could say Rachel Cholofanecha. Dim Cain, because if so, Niflugu Bechametz Pesach, then they should have argued by Chametz and Pesach. So Ella, I'm a Rabbo. So Rabbo says like this: Achla Begomrin Dino Shel Shor Shalov of Kamiflugi is that they're arguing about whether or not you can pass verdict on the ox, whether you can adjudicate at all if, on the ox. If the ox is if the ox is not present, that's what they're arguing about. Rabbanan Savri, Rabbanan hold, ain't gomrin dinner shall shore shaloba fauna. Right. That, 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 I switched it around. That Rabbanan say you cannot pass verdict on the ox unless the ox is present. The Amar lay, because he could say, e i c say nihale, if you would have brought it to me, have agma, I could have smuggled it off to the swamp, and therefore they would not have been able to pass verdict. But Hashta, but now what did you do? You gave it over to someone that I have no recourse. I have no legal resource again. You gave it to Basin. I can't get it back from Basin. There's no legal recourse for me to get it back. So therefore, in such a case, you're considered to be damaged me. So you can't say, It's not a Hezek She'en and Nikr. This is, you caused me damage by giving it to them. Therefore, you cannot say to me, and you have to pay me the value of my ox. Rabbi Yaakov Savar, Rabbi Yaakov says, no, go in the initial charge of Fono, that you could, Basin could render ba- judgment on an ox, even if the ox is not present. The Amale, so therefore the, the Shomer can say to the, to the, to the owner, my Abdile, what did I do to you that I handed to Basin? What? You think you could have got away? They would have passed judgment on it, made it also about no anyway. Save, save, how the Gamile Dino, Shalom Fono, they still would have branded judgment without it being around. So therefore, that's why you're, therefore in such a case, you can say Arashel Cholofanecha. According to Rabbi Yaakov, you can say Arashel Cholofanecha because there's no damage by giving it to Basin. And according to the Rachamim, you cannot say Arashel Cholofanecha because you damaged me by giving it to Basin. But anyway, the point is that it comes out that you don't have to make our Mishnah by Chometz Hashavah Pesach, not only going like Rabbi Yaakov. According to 
the interpretation of Rabbah, it comes out the Machlokas by the Shor has nothing to do with whether he could say Rish Khalvanecha on uh Khamash Avala Pesach on Isura No, I mean on, on Isura No. The to the Machlokas is just based on whether you can pass judgment on the ox, even if the ox is not around. But by Khamash Avala Pesach, where even though it's Isura No, you could say Rachel Khalafanecha. So the Machlokas is Rabchista. Rabchista said that Al Mishnah could only go like Rabyako, and the argument is whether you could say Rish Khalvanecha by by on on Isra, no? And according to Rabbah, where everybody agrees you could say Rachel Chavanecha on Isra, no, but the Machlokas is going on a different point, and Amish could go to Divrako. Says the more like this. Ashkechei Rav Chista le Rabbah Bar Shmuel. Rav Chista came, uh, uh, encountered Rabbah Bar Shmuel. Amalek, Tanis Midibi Surah Hano. He asked him, he says, listen, do you, have you learned, have you studied anything concerning the din of using Isra Hano as a way of paying back uh, as, as saying Harishah Cholofanecha. I'm a lay in. He says, yes, I have a Masora, I have a Brysa, Tanina, I have the following Brysa. What does the Brysa say? The Brysa darshans the Posse. The Posse says, the Heshev is like The Posse says, you have to return. A person who steals has to return the, uh, the, uh, the lost object. Ma'atam, Adlom, Asher, Gozal. Why does the Torah have to add the extra words? Asher, Gozal. Just say, the Heshev, Why do I have to say Asher, Gozal? Memor says, Yachzir, Ke'en, Gozal. To teach me that you give back you only have to give it back if it is the way, exactly the way it is. It has to be the way, the way it was when you stole. And Mikan Amr continues the price of him. Here, the, uh, the Chachamim learned out is that Gozal Matbeya Venifso. If you stole a coin and it became disqualified. Peiros Vehir Kivu. We'll discuss this one in a moment. And, or you stole fruit and they produce and they became rotted. Yayin, and the, 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 some take out Yayin Nechmitz out altogether. The Grot changes it to be, uh, the Hikrim. And you have wine that started becoming sour. Truma, and you have, you stole, uh, 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 Truma, the Nitmes, and became Tome. Chomets, the Avalava Pesach, and Pesach passed by. Behemov and Evdav Avera. Someone did not vary with it. But now made it disqualify. Sure, Achilo Nigmardino. Now, look at this. Or an ox that the rendered the judgment had not yet been passed on it. Shalom Nigmardino. You can say Arachel Chalvanecha in all of these cases. Now, because it's still considered Asher Gold. It's considered Mamish. It's the thing you stole in all these cases. So man shamad lay the amar achlo nigmardino in mishne nigmardino loy. Who is the opinion that said dafka if the verdict had not been rendered, you can say harayshul chalafanecha. But if you gave it to based in, then you cannot say anymore harayshul chalafanecha. Whose opinion is that? That's the chachamim. That was Rav Yaakov held no. Rav Yaakov said Rishon Chafanecha even afterwards Nigmardino. So this Brisa clearly is going like the Chachamim. And yet, what do we see in this Brisa? The Ketani. It says by Chametz Sheavel of Pesach. It says that if they have Chametz became also by No because Pesach went by. Omer Lo Rishon Chafanecha. You could still say Rishon Chafanecha. So what do you see? You see that shot in the Chachamim. It's not because you can't say the reason why they say Nigmardino. You can't say Rishon Chafanecha by the animal. It's not because you can't say it on Israel. No, you could say it on Israel. Because that's why you could do it on the case of A. It must be a separate reason because of the case that that you could have given it to me and I could have smuggled off the ox and it wouldn't become oser. Right. Like the said, like 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 Rabba and not like Rabchista. So when Rabchista heard this, Amale, so he said to Rabba Bar Shmuel, it's interesting what this means, but he said, if you find the Talmudim in the Yeshiva, Lo don't tell him this Braisa. Right? He says, because they're gonna make fun of me, they're gonna laugh that I was wrong and that Rabba was right. 
Don't tell me they're lamed. They don't say anything to them. Ask the ask the Gemara. So Gemara says like this: Is that you telling me all of these things? I had the chain and nicker. But one of the cases in the Brisa was that fruit became rotten. Rotted fruit we learned was one of the cases where you cannot say harachal cholafanecha. Why? Because it's not kasher gazal. It's an actual change in the physical nature of the thing itself. So what it says like this, Peres Verkivoy, Peres Verkivoy, and our Mishnah we learned that if the fruit became, the produce became rotted, Misham Gishaz Akzelo, you cannot sing, you have to pay what it was when it's worth. Sigmarna says, There's a difference. If it only started to become rotted, so only part of it is rotted, the rest of it is, then you can still, it's not enough to say it's a shinui, then you can still say, But in our Mishnah, when it says you can't say it, it's talking about where it all became rotted, then you can't say, Then some take out the case of yain or the gross shot, hikrim means it just started becoming sour. It's not complete, it's not off completely yet, that's why you can still say, as opposed to our Mishnah, where it actually was hikmit, where it became Came completely vinegar, then you cannot say Arish Chavanech. You have to be kasher gadol. Would you? Would you question? Have a good day, gentlemen.